Hello and welcome to The Load In, a United Theatre podcast. I'm your host, Lee Metzger, and I'm coming to you straight live to tape once more from the micro cinema here in the United Theatre. I have my fake glasses that I pretend to need, and I'm going to keep them on the top of my head because my hair looks gross. Uh, today, we're going to be uh, talking about some movies. Um, I know probably not uh, not used to that by now, but hopefully we'll continue on and hopefully figure it out. I think I'm seeing a hoop earring over here, and I, I may end up by the end of the show um, picking that up and figuring out what might I be able to do with it. But for now, let's hop into movies. Uh, so uh, this you're listening to this, or this episode comes out on the 15th. Uh, so we've got some incredible movies here at the theater now and um, even more incredible movies to be coming up in the future. Uh, right now we have 80 for Brady, which is a holdover from last week. We also have Broker that we talked about last week. That looks really, really good. I, got, I actually got some feedback on it um, uh, that cause, uh, because people were thinking that, oh, uh, you know, this is a, a movie about um, – baby snatching and um and that might be a little depressing and the news that i got back it was actually that it is very depressing so if that was anybody's concern before coming and seeing it uh, you can rest easy knowing that it's a pretty bleak movie um speaking of bleak movies we also have the whale the whale uh has been getting incredible reviews nominated for oscars brendan fraser and the movie itself that has been uh, doing really well for us, so definitely come down and see that. I'm planning on watching that this week as well, but I have to budget out my cry time uh, for this week, and I'm already pretty close to um, my quota, so I'll have to figure out, uh, you know, I'll have to work out the numbers for that. Uh, the In the coming weeks, in, um, in March, we're going to be having Women Talking, which was nominated for Best Picture. We're also going to get Champions, which uh, stars Woody Harrelson, directed by Rhode Island, Rhode Island's Rhode Island's own Rhode Island's own Bobby Farrelly, so that looks like a lot of fun. Um, Shazam is coming up on the seventeenth. The D and D movie. Now, some people, some of you might not know this about me, but I'm a big stinking nerd. So when I saw that there was a Dungeons and Drag- Dragons movie being made, I d- about lost my dang mind. Um, so I've been really, really excited for that. The trailer looks amazing. Chris Pine looks super fun. I love Michelle Rodriguez. Um, Justice, uh, Justice Wince, what's his name? Justice Smith. He's not part of the Will Smith family, is he? Hmm. But Justice Smith's in it. He looks great. Uh, the guy from Reggie, Reggae, Reggae, John, Paul Sartre. I don't know. Um, but his name escapes me. He's from Bridgerton. Um, and he looks really funny. He's like playing like a paladin, like a, you know, no goofs allowed paladin. Uh, so that's going to be fun. I love the party comp for my nerds out there. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and, and then close is coming up. I'll have to look into that little lost King and then super Mario brothers, the movie or the super Mario brothers movie. Uh, that's going to be here in April and we're going to have that for a minute. So I was thinking, you know, if, if I wanted to have like a super Mario birthday, this is probably the place to have it. You can rent out one of these movie theaters 
and you can have all of your friends or all of your kids' friends here. You can do something over at the cafe. We can do it in the in the gallery if you wanted to do like a birthday cake kind of thing. It would be amazing. Um, but we're going to have the Super Mario Brothers movie here in April, and that looks sick. We also have a bunch of events coming up. Uh, we have the Wood Brothers and Watch House on the same week. That's coming up uh, the first or second week or the first week of March. Those are both, you know, folky, folky rock. We're a pretty folk heavy theater um, for our live our live events. So that definitely plays into what you might expect from here. We're also bringing in the cow sills. Um, if anyone is familiar, that was the basis of the Partridge family um television show that was based on the cow sills it's this family of musicians i think this is the the cow sills that are coming to perform here are is a trio of them so we're looking forward to that that's going to be in late april one of the things that i really want to take some time and talk about this week is um in march we're we're basically exploding the entire theater will be chock full of penguins and penguin related regalia and you really have to prepare yourself because this is something that Westerly has never seen before. I'm talking a string of events um, based on the existence of penguins and how fun that they are. And also it is a, it's an effort to help them because as many people know in this area, the mystic aquarium is a place for rehabilitation for um, marine animals. And we have partnered with them to provide a whole month of entertainment but also of fundraising and uh with the intent to give back um to the organization to help the rehabilitation process but what that means for us is a bunch of penguin um, themed projects that are kind of pretty cool um and i want to talk about some of them so just as a kind of an overarching thing that's happening is um we have we have partnered with some schools in the area um, over in Stonington, Dean's Mill, West Fine, um, and a couple other schools in Westerly as well, Springbrook, State Street, and Dunn's Corners Public Elementary Schools. Um, their art departments have received wood cutouts, wood penguin cutouts, that they then paint and decorate to then leave outside to act as waypoints from uh, between the theater and the mystic aquarium and areas throughout and they'll have logos and information on the aquarium and information about the theater as well you can see them located all throughout the area there's going to be let's see here we've got uh there's going to be one here one at dunn's corners one at the intersection of 78 and route one uh there's going to be one near the high school uh, near Park Duck Bridge, in front of Westerly Chamber, um, in front of the wine store down and uh, Westerly Town Hall. They're going to be all over the place. There's going to be a bunch in Stonington, too, and definitely at the Mystic Aquarium. Uh, those were made possible by handcrafted homestead furniture that's out of the Velvet Mill and Hardwood Design Incorporated of Exeter in Rhode Island. So we would want to give a shout out to those two businesses for being incredible and, and helping us with this um, this program. Uh, then we're also it, at the end of February into March, we're going to have a photographer, Dan Callister, come out and install some um, some photos of his. Uh, he is a wildlife photographer and he'll be sharing the photographs that he's taken of penguins, 
Um, so that's really, really exciting. That goes up on the 28th. So definitely make sure those will be up from the 28th to April 12th. So definitely make it down to see those. So we're going to be kicking off March, March 1st with a screening of March of the Penguins. Uh, March of the Penguins, of course, is a film narrated. It's a documentary narrated by Morgan Freeman that follows the uh, a group of penguins over a year, uh, follows like their migration. We're also going to have on the 5th, we're going to do a Penguins on Ice event. These aren't actually going to have the penguins down in Westerly, the Westerly Ice Rink, but uh, we encourage you to show up in your in your uh, best uh, penguin outfit, whether that be a black hoodie and a white t-shirt or a tux or a penguin outfit. Um, but yeah, we definitely encourage you to come by, do a little bit of a skate around. Tickets for that will be sold day of, and there will be giveaways. The aquarium is going to be giving stuff away. We'll be giving stuff away. Um, popcorn, drinks, movie tickets, all sorts of stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Then at the end of March, on March 26th, we're going to be having a showing of Happy Feet. Um, really child-friendly uh, movie. It's musical. It's all about dancing penguins. It's really sweet. It's got Elijah Wood. Brittany Murphy, Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman, Robin Williams, a bunch of stuff. Steve Irwin's in it. So that looks amazing. The biggest event of March for these this March of the Penguins series is Penguin Palooza on March 18th at the theater. It's a morning event, and it sounds raucous. It's buck wild. It's ridiculous. It's uh, over the top, and I'm head over heels about it. At 10 a.m., crafts will be happening in the black box and refreshments in the gallery. Later on, there's going to be readings from the Westerly Library. At 11, there's going to be a informational session and painting demo. There's going to be a screening at the end of all of this in the balcony in the main cinema of um, Surf's Up, another Penguin-related movie. And uh, the food's going to be donated by Need Donuts, Nana's, um, Blue Squid, Deviant Donuts, Dave's Bagel, uh, Dave's Coffee. All sorts of vendors are coming down and helping out. It's going to be incredible. But here's the thing. There is going to be a meet and greet with the Penguins here at the theater that you can't miss. It's going to be incredible. Um, the Penguins themselves will be here uh, with their whole team, with their whole retinue, um, with their whole posse. So definitely get tickets to that as soon as you can because that will probably sell out. I'm, I can't wait to meet these penguins. Um, I want to see which one is the tallest, which one is the shortest. I want to know what kind of social relationship they have with each other. I want to know if they do bits. I want to know if there's a funny one, if there's a mean one. I want to know all sorts of stuff. So I'm really looking forward to figuring out uh, exactly where I land in the social hierarchy of penguins. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, and that's kind of all I really want to talk about this week on uh, the load-in. Make sure to stick around through the break because we're going to be talking to Tony Noons today. He's uh, the executive director. Sorry. He's the artistic director here at the theater. All right. I did just go try to get that hoop earring, and it looks like it's on the outside of the window. So, unfortunately for the viewers today and i guess the listeners i guess you could have imagined in your in your mind theater of the mind uh i will unfortunately not be putting that through my ear and then having a little dangly hoop here for the end of the show but i do encourage you to stick around through the break uh 
friend of the show and artistic director of the United Theater, Tony Noons, will be joining us to tell us about himself and what he does here and his vision for the uh, culture that we're cultivating here at the theater. So please stick around to the end of the uh, to the end of the break and uh, listen to that. And if you don't, well, that's okay because I'm glad that you made it this far. I appreciate you. I like you, and I'll talk to you soon. It will be right back. Welcome back. I'll just put an uh right there, right at the top. Hello and welcome back to the other half of this episode. Um, I'm back. It's still me. My name is still Lee, and I'm still the host of this show, whether you like it or not. Um, so forging forward, I'm joined today by a very special guest. Uh, he's the artistic director of the United Theater. He is a artist in his own right, a writer and director. He's a podcaster. Um, he's a guy with glasses and curly hair, and he's joining me here today in the micro cinema, Mr. Tony Noons. Hello, Tony. Um, I'm just keeping with your theme. Yeah, yeah. Starting off with get, a get an, one there. An, um, yes. Yeah. Hello, Lee. Can you if if you can throw in some vocal fry too, something vocal. to upset the people who really like to turn their volume up. <laughs> Very good. There you go. Thank you. A nice pee pop there for you, Tony. Uh, you work, I see, I threw one in there. Tony, you work at the United Theater in what capacity? How would you describe your job? <laughs> I am the artistic director. Um, that is my title. And what that means is all of the programming that you see, not the educational programming coming out of our music school, but um, all of the performances you see on our stages, um, all of the movies that you see on our screens, um, and then some of our educational, our media education um, programs as well. Um, all of that stuff is kind of coming through me, being created by me, being curated. vetted, curated, yeah, whatever words you want to use. Um, Do you, should uh, we try a couple more? Uh, no, Add I don't a couple think more so. No. Um, I think I think curated is the best word. On. Okay, yeah. very good. I like curated, um, and that is kind of what I'm doing. Is um, I'm looking at our mission, our values, our partners, um, working with our, our programmatic partners, we call them. Mm -hmm. um, these are people that are producing projects that we want to co-present here at the United. Um, and we have a lot of those kinds of partners. Um, and you I'm, cater to the community because you're a, you're a, we're, we're located here in Westerly. You're a Westerly guy. I am. I am born and raised Westerly, Rhode Island. So uh, being from the area, you have a bit of a um, an inside look on what the community might value or expect to see at a, at a place like this. Do you ever feel like you're playing to that or like bringing in things that the community might not be familiar with to educate as well? I think it's more of the latter. I think growing up in this community and knowing this community, um, you know, I think I, I know what's been around Westerly forever. Um, yeah. and uh, more so I know what hasn't been around. Um, 
I think you know a diversity of programming is is kind of medical or medical Christian. It is, um, yeah, just, medical yeah. Christian, <laughs> yeah. critical mission. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's part of our mission here um, to introduce audiences to new things, challenge audiences, um, challenge expectations. I think, sure, a, a piece of what we're doing is just straight up entertainment, and yeah. that's fun, and it should be. Um, but I think uh, a greater part of that mission is is to find things, like a lot of the art house films we show. You know, we show a lot of foreign films. Uh, we have Broker playing right now, this mm-hmm. great uh, South Korean film, directed South- by a Japanese director. Yeah, multicultural. I mean, yeah, multicultural. I I think the key there is um, is finding things that are maybe not the expected in Westerly, yeah. in Westerly, Rhode Island, where, you know, these are things that you would find in New York or Boston, yes. maybe even Providence, not Westerly. Um, so trying to find a balance between that, that programming that challenges this community and it, and introduces this community to new things and new voices. Um, but at the same time, knowing what is going to work for the community as a whole for entertainment. Yeah. You know, what people want to see top gun from the movie side, killed it mm-hmm. I mean, it's a universal film um 80 for brady 80 for brady is bringing in an, an older crowd um and that's that's the other thing is is finding a balance between things that attract the older crowd the younger crowd yeah and then even children's programming there has not been much we haven't done much ourselves and we're about to change that and, oh, yeah. and do more and more children's programming we have great partnerships with people like the westerly library and we're creating new programs in that kind of world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Westerly is is a great community. Um, I've loved living here forever. Uh, yeah, you went to... I went to URI. Uh-huh. So I did not I did not leave this community uh, very much. Too I, strong. The roots, so, roots dig too deep. So strong. Um, yeah, I went to URI. I was a major in journalism at the time, but I took so many film classes, and yeah. I really wanted to be at that time. I wanted to be the next Steven Spielberg. You know, I was. Yeah. What What do you think? So you're you've written, you've directed, you've been in that world as well. Would you say what, what would you say your influences are when it comes to your artistic style? Oh. And then how does that then inform your programming? Yeah, I mean, and then. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. I think, yeah, I think when I was a kid um, and then even when I went to college, I had this idea and notion of wanting to be a film director. And I love writing as well. I kind of got more into the writing world, screenwriting. I wrote for a lot of entertainment magazines like Fangoria. And um, I've written things in IndieWire and all of these different places. Um, So I really liked writing about film. And I realized... uh, I had no idea what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I ended up majoring in film from URI because they switched uh, to a film major while I was there. And I had so many classes that I was like, oh, this is amazing. I can graduate. And I was one of the first graduates of the film media program from URI, which is fantastic. Yeah. But I, you know, I thought I wanted to direct. That was my dream. That was my passion. I did it on a very indie level. Sure. Um, but still. But I did it. Yeah. And I got, you know, I got it out of my system and, and I was Yeah, like, good. Get that out of your I system. Did. And I was like, man, I don't like directing. Stomp those dreams out. I stomped them out. They they died. <laughs> um my soul died a little bit. Excellent. No. I I pivoted and I was like, writing is where it's at for yeah. me. And I really like writing. So, you know, flash forward here now, twenty something years later, um, 
I was able to somehow create this trajectory and path that led me here. I'm not making film. Um, I mean, I am still writing. I, I still do side projects and, and I have things in the works, but, uh, what I like is the curation. Do we get piece. exclusive? Do we get a little? You don't. Is there an exclusive? There, no, I'm you not. Heard sh- it here first. We're gonna hear Tony's new movie coming out here soon. Do you have a you have a date? I, I'm, You're I, in pre production. No. In pre pro. Pre 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 pre. But you got. Pro. Yeah. It's like. Wor- uh huh. It's working. Add five more pre's. Very yeah. good. No, I mean, here though, curation wise, yes, it's a lot of fun to be able to look at. I mean. Watching film, film theory, all of that, those are my favorite classes. Um, Just right up there with production in in college. I loved watching films, talking about films, um, you know, doing criticisms of films. So not just just taking them in, but also trying to understand... Breaking them up, breaking them apart. Exactly. Um, So I think here, on the curation side, I, you know, I love to bring our... um, films from filmmakers that I, I really admire myself. I said Steven Spielberg was a big influence. He was. Um, and I, I've always enjoyed the the balance between the spectacle and the art that Steven Spielberg is pretty good at. You know, yeah. he can make a movie like Fableman's, which is this brilliant, beautiful film, uh, one of the best of last year. But then, I mean, the guy's made jaws jurassic park all of these amazing movies that kind of yeah. entertain at a level that most films indiana jones too yeah um yeah that one's i'm not a, no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah exactly but that's that's the point and i think um that's the fun thing here is to bring a balance of of that um especially to the film side of things and then you know this shirt that i'm wearing right now is our, our neighborhood watch shirt um this is our in-house can we get a close-up can we get a close-up of that yeah see i mean it's buy the merch you know come to the united these are for sale yeah um but this is our in-house film club neighborhood watch um and we've been able to curate and we're we're building it you know over and over again this this community of people who love film just as much as i do um and that's been really fun to see blossom and build out and it continues to every week yeah we uh we're really lucky that there are some people in this community and that have been coming out of the woodwork to see some of these films that we've shown um and definitely stay keep posted or uh keep keep your eyes open yeah keep your eyes peeled for open movies we have movies um that's our tagline yeah that's our mission as well yeah united theater we we have have the the movies movies. yeah it's like arby's but well it's for movies it's a direct lift from fx uh sure we have the well. It's not. It's I was the thinking Arby's. We have the beef, but we have movies. No, we need a. We'll we'll need a, a deep voice gentleman to. We have the movies. We have the movies. All right. Can you give it to direct to camera? We have the movies. That's gonna crush on socials. It's gonna, it's gonna do well. Vote. So you're a writer. You're a director. You're an artistic director here at the United, but you're also a podcaster. I I am a podcaster from previous time and. From now, previous too. time, yeah, I from uh, from the before times, from the yeah the way before times, uh-huh. you know the land before time, mm-hmm. a we, movie that is a movie, yeah, very good, thank you. <laughs> we um I, I started podcasting I think back in 2014 maybe um I was a writer for Geek Dad, which is a blog that was started by Wired magazine. It was a parenting blog for for parents. What kind of parents? Uh. 
geeky parents. Oh, sure. Yeah. So parents who are teaching their kids through gaming and media and, you know, superheroes and, you know, finding values in geek culture and then expelling that onto our children. And I started a podcast network there because they had not done anything in podcasting, the Geek Dad Podcast Network. In 2014. Uh, 2004. This is like that's, before that's podcasts podcast, were, yeah. really hit their stride. Um, so, I mean, I created a podcast called Hey You Geeks. Mm. Uh, can with, I ask you a question about that? You is can. that a is that a Goonies um, reference? Yes. It sure is. And okay. if you listen to our theme song, which ironically, that theme song was um, created by Patrick Kirker of Westerly and Mr. Tom Foley back in 2014. Tom Foley now is our music school director here at the United, you know, longtime friend. But um, that podcast went on. God, I think we I think we have 400 hours of content oh, out wow. there. Um, and then we created a, a when Disney bought Star Wars around that time, we created a a, a sub show for a year called Datawan um, on that Geek Dad Network where we talked about Star Wars in particular. That one was actually nominated for a Star Wars Podcast Award, which is wow. a, the most uh, niche award uh, category I've ever heard in my entire life. It's definitely but, that I've heard of for sure. But we lost. Um, well, so. I mean, it's a. It's an honor just to be nominated. I guess. I was very bummed, but mm. it's okay. I'm I'd not, be too. I'm getting over it. You've been chasing that high ever since? Yeah, it's been like 10 years. And um, you have a project that you're working on now, a podcast project as well. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, what, what do you say the allegations that you're working on a podcast right now? You mean the podcast that I'm doing here at the United Theater? Yes, sir. Called Box Office Culture? Excuse me. Which is? Do you have another podcast? I, mean, I do actually have another podcast in, in, that you're doing right now. That I'm not doing, but it's in it's in pre 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 production. So like, this is an exclusive. Yes, and this is. Uh, I told you, listener. Yeah, this is this is a side project, which I, I'm not going to get into right now. This is pretty devastating because we're you're telling me this for the first time on air. This is a yeah, it's a big project, but whether it happens or not, we'll see. Um, this is devastating but, news. But yes, the yeah, podcast, go ahead, check your phone. The, I'm ch- I just, While I am reeling emotionally and physically, uh, yes. So, um, <laughs> well, that's amazing. But yeah, you have a podcast here at the United Theater. My podcast here is called Box Office Culture. It is, and you know this because you produce it. I'm the producer. Um, this this is why it sounds so terrible every week. It's, it's all me. It's a joke. It sounds amazing, and um, <laughs> I we, I produce it poorly as as a joke. That as a, that as part is true. It's a bit, and it's getting old. Um, but that's okay. You Commitment. Know, we're like four episodes in, five episodes. I don't know. Um, four. Four. The, okay. Yeah. And Next week will be five. That's bi-weekly, um, and we're talking about primarily movies. That's that's what I'm trying to keep the focus on. Sure. Um, because, you know. But that do, can be nebulous. It could. We do a lot of things here at the United, and I'm, I'm booking and programming th- music, theater, dance, all kinds of stuff, but... Uh, you know, movies are my thing, so that's what I like to movies, talk about movies, the most. Movies, yeah. So uh, it's fun to get back into movie podcasting for sure. Yeah, film podcasting. Yeah, no. Um, the uh, the the show. I love the show. I listen to every single one multiple times um, while editing. Yeah, well, like while it's being recorded, and then while I edit it, and then I'll. <laughs> but apparently, not not closely enough. Uh, there was a bit of a slip up, but it's okay. Don't worry about that. It happens. Well, that's you know that's the joy of making something. Uh, you know, we are uh, 
we're down here in Westerly and we're doing it ourselves, you know, um, we're learning and we're creating and that creative process has hiccups and, and leaps and bounds and swings and roundabouts. Um, and that's just part of the learning process. It is. And it's, and we just started this whole podcasting thing. You know, this is your podcast. Uh, then we have box office culture and we're about to start creating some other podcasts with people in our community. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the United podcast network. That's the, the whole idea behind it. Um, we're also going to relaunch our podcast education program, which is a, a class we piloted last year. Uh, it was really successful. Mm -hmm. um, and I think later this spring, we're going to relaunch that for adults and a teen version as well. So yeah. podcasting is amazing. It's it's storytelling. It's it's news and media. It's it's whatever you but want. But it's it also be. it's also a companion. I found that sometimes like, uh, d you know, you can be wherever you are emotionally but if you have like this anchor point of these people who you listen to weekly on an episode of whatever ep podcast you're listening to, it can be comforting because these are like it's a pair. Sure, it's a parasocial relationship, but it's something that's constant and it's normal and it's oh, yeah. it's it's um, recognizable and it's, you know, it feels good. Like you know? Conan, Conan needs a friend is a podcast I yes. listen to every week. Conan O'Brien's podcast, and I, I mean, I wish They're I your was. buddies. I, I feel like I am Conan's friend. Yeah, um, because and of course you're not, and you're a weirdo if you think you are. I know, it's but as sad. long as you, <laughs> but he's with me on my commute. You yeah, know, every week, every week. It's, yeah, it's kind of lovely to it's, hear his voice, and then when I call him, uh, you know, yeah, he never calls me back. Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't have that phone number. I mean, it's called Conan Needs a Friend. I'm just trying to be a friend. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you shouldn't call his personal phone. Well, I listen to a, a podcast every week that um, the hosts uh, watch the Fast and the Furious movies backwards. Um, and uh, they watch it. The, the number of times they watch it is defined by the, um, the uh, place chronologically that they have uh, in the series. So they watch Fast 9 nine times. Fate of the Furious eight times, Fast Furious six, six times, et cetera, et cetera. It's not real. It is a real. It's called The Worst Idea of All Time. Yep. Is it? Yeah. It's That's kind of a... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Accurate. Well, name. we're not going to go to that level. But we'll go to many levels uh, here in the uh, United Theater and on the United Theater Podcast Network. And that's something that you can uh, look forward to in the future. Um, and what I can look forward to in the future is no longer having you on this show. So thank you so much for joining us, Tony. Um, <laughs> harsh, harsh, jeez. Um, no, but for real, thanks for joining me. I, yeah. I appreciated this, uh, taking the time. Glad to join you. Uh, um, and I'm sure I'll be back. Yeah, for sure. Do you, uh, I'm sure you want to plug your show, Box Office Culture. I would like to plug the United Theater. Yes. Uh, we have the movies. Uh-huh. But also, yes, box office culture. Every couple of weeks, check it out. It's yeah. a great time. Uh, and that drops on Thursdays. Yep, next Thursday, uh, our next episode will drop. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's going to be a blast from my past. Yeah. I think I'm going to bring on my former podcast host from, from Geek Dad. Um, and we're going to talk about kind of a state of the union on geek culture and geek cinema today. Um, yeah. Like, you know, 10 years after we started well, so. I mean, it's a good time to do it with uh, Ant-Man coming out this week. Ant-Man, um, which I read a review. It said, Marvel's Star Wars. Um, we'll see. 
We'll see. Yeah, you didn't read the article though, right? I just I don't read articles. No, it takes too much time. No, just just uh, you know, hot takes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, headlines only. Uh, thanks so much for watching, and thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Tony, for joining us. Thank you, Lee. And we're gonna get out of here. Bye. You can say goodbye. You don't have to. Uh, but goodbye. <laughs>